Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. So we have this fancy new setup going on here. So if you are just listening on the podcast, we are putting these up on YouTube now and you can stare at my face (laughs) if you want to watch these. So I'm going to have to make sure that I'm not like staring off into space, which is typically what I do when I do these podcasts. I like sometimes I sit here and I close my eyes and I'm just so wrapped up in what I'm telling you. And now I can't do that because people are staring at my face. I also probably need to look a little bit more presentable when I do podcasts um, or not. You know, why don't we just show up the way we're supposed like I do all the time? Okay, so we are kicking off a series coming up here on products. So we're going to be talking about product recommendations, things you should or um, should not necessarily should or shouldn't use, but things to look for in your products. So we're going to be covering um, all sorts of stuff. We're going to be covering makeup. We're going to be covering skincare. We're going to be covering personal care products. We're going to be covering um, tampons, pads. We're going to be covering um, coffee, protein powder, um, laundry detergent, face lotions, body care, hair care. So we're going to be diving deep into the world of toxins and um, fingers crossed. I'm going to cross all my fingers here. I really want to bring on a toxicologist to um, talk even more about this, but I feel like this whole series needs to be kicked off about perfection because this is what I think happens. You know, we start learning about all of these things that can be potentially harmful for us. You know, we hear about X, Y, and Z can hurt you. And all of a sudden we're, we just start getting paranoid and you're scared to use anything. And then we try to hit this, this set of perfection. And then when we don't get it, we get so stressed about it. And so I think we need a whole episode on this. Okay. So are you ready? Let's start. Number one, Unless you are going to go live on a different planet and you're going to bubble wrap yourself and yeah, go live on a different planet, you are never going to be 100% toxin free. It is not going to happen. Let go of it. Not going to happen. It isn't. It isn't. So stop trying to be like, I will be the one person to do it. You can't because of our air quality our soil, like even glyphosate is in the rainwater. I mean, you guys, you can't do it. Okay. So instead of, you know, freaking out and trying to be perfect, we don't want to do that. We also don't want to do the opposite of like, well, if I can't be completely 100% toxin free, then I am just going to do nothing. I'm going to do nothing. Well, that's not such a great idea either. (laughs) Okay. So when it comes to looking at our overall health, okay, when it comes to um, supporting our bodies, there has to be this happy medium, okay? So we know we can't be perfect, but we know how important all of this is. So there has to be basically pick your poison type of a balance. You aren't going to be 100% toxin free. So you have to control what you can control and you have to let go of the rest, okay? 
So can you control the air when you are walking outside? Like let's say you live in a city. No, you can't. Okay. So maybe if you live in the city, maybe something that you can control and a good investment for you is an air purifier in your house. But maybe you live out in the country and you can smell your cow poo from your house. I'm kidding. I am kidding. Maybe you don't need an air purifier. Okay. So it's like, you really need to figure out what do you need to help support your body? What can you can control? What is in the budget? You know, and I think that health is so important. So take care of your health now, focus on your health now before it becomes debilitating and you are forced to pay attention to it. I know so often we're like, yeah, I'm busy, but like, I don't have time to balance my blood sugar. I don't have time. I don't have time to focus on my stress management. I don't have time. I don't have time. We always say that. But guess what? When you are flat on your back because of a debilitating migraine or you are flat on your back because of your period cramps or you're puking over the toilet um, or you are unfortunately maybe struggling with infertility or maybe you are have you missing cycles and you're like, I don't know where they are. Or maybe menopause came and just like dropped a ton of bricks on you. Unfortunately, we are, we're forced to take care of our health then because our health is literally the most important thing. It's like, we don't care about our health until you are so sick that your health is forcing you to take care of it in order for you to just function. So that's where all of these things come into play. And I know, and that's why we take care of them now before it becomes crazy. Okay. So it's important, but you know what also is important? Reducing stress, right? So control what you can control. Let go of the rest. I'm going to say this. I'm going to just keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it. Okay. Because I think transferring over to a non-toxic lifestyle is a slow process. If you try and do it tomorrow, it's not going to work. A, because like we can't afford to do that or we choose not to afford to do that because we choose to buy food. (laughs) You know, it's one step at a time. So it's as you run out of products, maybe you replace with new ones. Um, We have some really, really, really interesting things coming up in podcast episodes, and I don't want to drop it yet, but I'm so excited about them. Um, But it's a slow transition for most people. And so I think awareness is key. Awareness is step one. And then you budget in things and you switch as you can. Okay. I, in In the order of importance of lowering our toxic intake, I think that everybody should read the book, It Starts With The Egg. I think that this book is just incredibly informative on how toxins literally just affect egg quality and conception and fertility. And we all know that even if you aren't trying to get pregnant, fertility is a sign of your health, right? So your ovulation and your period, all of this are a sign of your health. So it's important to make sure that everything is flowing the way we need it to. Okay. So I think everyone should read that book. I think it's a good book. Um, and it, it talks so much about toxins in terms of affecting um, hormones and egg quality. But the other thing too is I just, the U, in terms of US, if you are someone that is listening from the UK or Europe, your quality of food and quality of makeup is so much better than the US. 
poop on the U.S.'s like quality of stuff. Like the amount of toxins that we allow into our skincare and makeup is honestly, it's wrong. (laughs) It's wrong. And that makes us as consumers have to be just so mindful, so mindful um, and choose wisely because the companies are not doing it for us. Some are, some are very diligent and they share their heavy metal testing and they share their process of um, manufacturing and they want to be transparent. But most of that they started because they also were really sick and they were forced to do that as a whole, like cosmetics and beauty and health is just in the US. The the choosing is pretty bad, which is really kind of sad, you know? Um, So it's really slowly switching things over, prioritizing what you need to do first and um, going and letting go of the rest. Because if you, let's say you're out with friends and you want to have a glass of um, alcohol and maybe you're someone that really can't drink alcohol. Okay. So maybe you're going to choose something else, but maybe you're someone that likes to have an occasional glass of alcohol. Um, But at the same time, you're like so worried about what's in it and how it's going to affect you. And you're so stressed about the decision to drink it and not to drink it and what's going on that you literally cause more damage to your health by all of that stress than you would if you just drink the alcohol. (laughs) You know, so that's where I think it's important to pay attention to this balance. Okay. So what, as we kick off this series and we talk about the toxins and we talk about what's in it, I just want you to, I want you to listen with a mind of like, okay, Leah, I understand. And as I finish out this makeup product that is full of all this horrible stuff, I'm going to choose one that is better, but just finish it out. Don't throw it away. You don't have to, I mean, if you want to, you can, but you don't have to finish it out when it's done we'll make another choice. Okay. So it's slowly switching these things out, which is really, really important here um, because that's going to be more sustainable as well. So I think that's important. And then also picking your poison, right? So control the things that you can control. Um, I dye my hair, which you can't really tell because we're like back at our natural color right now, but I typically get highlights. And that's something that I choose to do. Um, I do do highlights. I like highlights because like it's not touching my scalp when they lay it. So then you wash it out and it's not as concentrated, but I do get highlights and I'm not saying those are non-toxic. Those are 100% toxic, right? But my skincare and my makeup and my hair care and my air quality and my food, all non-toxic. You know, I've lowered my toxic intake there. So it's choosing where you are going to do X, Y, and Z because you can't do all of them, right? You can't have toxins coming in from everywhere. That's too overloaded on our body, okay? Too, too much, too much. But maybe you can't do everything, right? So maybe for you, like your one toxic trait, I'm not talking personality, I'm saying like intake of toxins, is you have to get your nails done. Like that is just brings you so much joy. Okay, so maybe you're gonna do that but like, you're going to not do the rest of the things. You're going to make sure everything else is non-toxic. Okay. So it's, it's controlling what you can control. Okay. You guys know 
how much I talk about how important it is to balance your blood sugar. I think I've, I mean, I feel like I've thoroughly impressed this upon you. At least I hope I have. And I wore a continuous glucose monitor when I was pregnant with Killian in my third trimester. And it was just, ugh, I loved it. I loved it. I learned so, so, so much. And I know that you heard my episode that I did um, with Dr. Kelly Chu on this, but I want to, I want to talk a little bit more about this because I used it again now that I'm not pregnant. So I am about five months postpartum. And this time I did some experimentation because, you know, we hear all the time and we see the studies about how like the order of food affects your blood sugar. And so I wanted to try some things out and just really really, 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 um, just, I don't know, get down, get down really deep into blood sugar balance. So I wore the continuous glucose monitor again, and I just want to talk about how amazing this is. So I went through levels. So levels is an app that you pairs with continuous glucose monitors. And so on you, you have put the, the continuous glucose monitor in and it doesn't hurt. It looks terrifying, but it doesn't hurt. And then you have this app on your phone and you can just scan it and it stays in your arm for 14 days and it's awesome. So what I love about the Levels app versus just doing a continuous glucose monitor is that it rates your meals. So it, you take your blood sugar before you, or you can scan it because it's continuous. You scan it before your meal if you want to see what it is and then you scan it after your meal. And Levels will calculate and give you a score because you really don't want a rise over 30 uh, in your glucose after a meal. And for optimal metabolism, optimal metabolic health, you wanna keep it, your blood sugar really between 80 and 110. And so they'll give you a score and I'm a perfectionist. So I'm always trying to like get a better score. And then they will also give you a score for the day based off how stable you kept your blood sugar. And so for somebody, for example, where you think you are balancing your blood sugar, but maybe you don't really know um, exactly how different each food is affecting you, or you just need to see the data to really make a difference, then this really is a game changer because sometimes you look at the blood sugar numbers and you're just like, well, what does that mean? (laughs) Is that good? Is that bad? I am confused. And levels really takes the guesswork out of it because it will say, hey, this was your score. You got, you know, maybe a seven out of 10. Woohoo. That's awesome. And they'll say, it was a really good blood sugar balanced meal. Here are some tips to make it better. And I just love it. I mean, let's say you put nut butter in there. They'll just, they'll send you a quick reminder. Even if you got a good score, they're like, just always remember with nut butters, check for seed oils, check for added sugar. And I mean, how awesome is that to like, just have that feedback. Um, But I just want to tell you, okay, you guys, no matter what, no matter what, I could eat all of the fat and all of the protein with quinoa and quinoa would always spike my blood sugar. I mean, it was just the devil. It just, I couldn't, I couldn't keep my blood sugar from spiking super high with quinoa. So I was like, okay, just good to know. Doesn't mean I don't always eat quinoa. I'm just saying that it was good to know. Potatoes, sweet potatoes had no issue, no issue. Super easy to keep my blood sugar stable with that. So just learning how my body interacted was just really, really cool. And I'm going to share, I'm going to share a really cool win at the end. Hold on. So the other thing that I really learned was that breakfast, I mean, I tell you guys, breakfast is 
the most important meal when it comes to blood sugar balance. But you guys, seeing it in my actual blood sugar like numbers, the more stable I kept blood sugar in the morning, the more stable my numbers were throughout the day. And I also would see, I would eat the same meal on a day or after a night of Killian sleeping really well. And I would have the same meal in the morning after he didn't sleep well. And I would have a faster glucose rise to the same meal. That's how much sleep affects your blood sugar. So just seeing the numbers and analyzing it was so cool. And I did this experiment where I had my meal and I put a dessert afterwards. I had a scone afterwards and my blood sugar stayed very stable. And then the next day I had the exact same meal, but I put the scone first and my blood sugar spiked so high. I was just like, the order of your food is so important. It's so important. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, please go back and listen to our blood sugar balancing module. Um, not modules, blood sugar balancing episodes. Um, but it's just such a game changer. So Levels has a special offer for you guys, which is incredible. You can go to um, Levels, L-E-V-E-L-S dot link slash Leah B, L-E-A-H-B. And they will give you two extra months on the purchase of the app. So your first purchase will come with a continuous glucose monitor and then a year membership to the app plus an extra two months. So you can really just dive into the nutrition data, which is incredible. Um, and I want to just share something really, really cool. So the theory is the more stable you can keep your blood sugar, the better your body can handle glucose spikes. And I want to just share this with you. So I was wearing my continuous glucose monitor and I was just really perfecting these numbers. Like I was paying attention to the rating that Levels was giving me. And I was like, okay, I got to stay on this. I want to, you know, make sure my score is really high and see how stable I can keep this. And so I did. I like stayed on top of it. And at the end, I tested and I put a donut, which is like mega, mega, mega blood sugar spiking with a meal. And I had a very limited glucose response. Like it was awesome. And I was just like, yes, I just hit the jackpot. (laughs) Not that I'm going to go around eating donuts, but I'm just saying that like the more you focus on keeping that super duper stable, the better your body can handle other things. And the more stable your blood sugar, the better your hormones, the better your mood, the better your energy, the better your metabolic health. So important. And just really tracking with those numbers is a game changer. So go to levels.link, L-E-V-E-L-S dot link forward slash L-E-A-H-B, Leah B, and go claim your offer. And guys, if you do this, shoot me a message so I can geek out with you over your blood sugar numbers. Also, the other thing to think about is what are the things that you use the most? Like, I'm going to be honest here, you guys. I, okay, maybe I'm biased, but I think like hair care, body care, skin care, and makeup are like top priority for becoming non-toxic. Not low-tox, like non-toxic. Um... Because if you are wearing makeup every day, that's every single day that's going on your skin. 
What you're putting on your skin is absorbed 60% into your bloodstream in under 30 seconds. That's a lot. And if you're like slathering on those toxins, that's a lot of toxins. Same thing with your skincare. Same care, same with your body care. That's something you're using every single day. Your skin is your largest organ. Okay. So, you know, I know people are like, oh, my, my skincare or my makeup is like lower toxin. This is where greenwashing gets you because it, it looks good. They're like, we're free of like X, Y, and Z. And then you flip it over and you look at the ingredients and you go, Ooh, it has a lot of stuff in it. Okay. So that's something to consider. And then also, you know, when it comes in terms of ingredients in these products, you can't always get everything to be 100% perfect. Like maybe all of the ingredients are good, but it's packaged in plastic or something like that, you know? So you also have to make priorities in terms of like your situation and budgeting. So this is all to say, think about where you consume the most toxins. That's probably where you want to start in lowering your toxic intake. And then also... Um, you have to take into effect like budgeting and then you also have to take into like letting go of the stress. You have to let go of the stress. You can't be perfect. You you can't be perfect. Okay. So um, I'm not sure if we're going to link it. We probably will. We'll put our um, uh, switch and ditch guide we'll put into the show notes so you guys can look at it. So um, the switch and ditch guide is um, – a bunch of different brands that in different categories. So like skincare or makeup or um, body care, or laundry detergent. And it has a bunch of different brands that are in the non-toxic range. And I use different brands and um, give you those options so that you can look at that and, you know, make some choices on what you want to bring. And so what we're going to be doing as we break down um, these different categories in this series is we're going to be going through these different categories. And I'm going to be telling you, like right now, the switch and ditch guide just has brands, right? It has like switch and ditch, right? But I want to go over ingredients with you and be like, hey, these are ingredients you need to watch for. And these are ingredients like on a scale of one to 10, like this is how much we really hate this one. And this is how much we hate this one. Because then you as an informer, you as a consumer can make an informed decision based off of those ingredients instead of just like Leah likes the product. That's not very educational, <laughs> even though you're like Leah likes the product. Cool. Like, um, I want you to know why I like the product, you know, and also Leah's not a chemist. So we're going to start there. So I'm coming at it from like a consumer standpoint. And as someone who works with women with hormones all the time and see, I see the effect of toxic products on them all the time. So I'm not coming at here being like, let me give you the molecular breakdown of X, Y, Z, because Lee is not a chemist. So I'm just going to be telling you, hey, these are ingredients. These are the side effects of these ingredients. You know, obviously this is how, you know, we probably see that presented in labs, et cetera. But I am going to also tell you I don't know everything. And I'm learning this along with you. I, I will tell you off the bat, I 100% can't pronounce these names. <laughs> I can re- I can recognize them when I see them in a label and I know what they stand for and I know what they mean. But like ask me to pronounce it. I'm going to be like, Psh, garbage is going to come out of my mouth. I don't know how to pronounce these things. Um, so bear with me. So we're always going to put what I talk about in the show notes because nobody wants to listen to Leah like nobody wants to try and find these labels based off of my pronunciation. No man. Okay. So I will put 
we'll put them always in the show notes. And also, um, we can't be perfect and I'm not a chemist and please give Leah grace (laughs) as we go through this because I am always learning as new studies come out too. So it's like, uh, for example, I found this makeup product that I loved. It had great performance. It had phenomenal ingredients, great company. And then I found, um, a test that was done third party on them and they're full of, um, PFAS, which are those forever chemicals that your body can't um, get rid of. And it was through their manufacturing process that that was getting in the product. And I'm like, I was, I was so bummed on a scale of one to 10. I was bummed like a 12 um, because I really liked the product. And so I'm always learning, um, you know, so as you, if you know information about, uh, you know, a company that I didn't, you know, reveal in the in the episode, please don't kill me. (laughs) Let's start with please don't kill me, but please maybe respectfully share that so I can update things as we find things out. You know, I'm, and I know that again, I know I'm not perfect. I know I'm not perfect and I'm going to let go of the stress of being perfect and I'm going to do the best that I can. And I'm with the ingredients and the knowledge that I have, and I'm going to share that with you. Um, so that we can continue to learn and, you know, be as non-toxic as we can. But that's my disclaimer. And also, I just want you to, I I want you to understand that we're not going to be perfect. So it's about choosing and choosing what you can, doing what you can, and let go of the rest. Okay? I will tell you, as I go through things, I will tell you, like, guys, this should be a very high priority for non-toxic because of, like, exposure or certain ingredients. I will tell you those things. So, you know, I'm not just like throwing to you the wolves. Okay. That's it. That's all I got for today. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G and I would absolutely love to hear from you.